Can you believe in a finite object possessing infinite power? Or that a mineral can be proclaimed the medicine of the 21st century? Or that the power of nature can win over the ignorance of man? If you can, you will know why our mission is to get Shungite to the masses. You are entering the Shungite zone. This is the Shungite radio show produced by Cosmic Reality Radio. And welcome to Shungite Reality. It is January 24, 2023. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Derek Condent, Walt Silva. Mark is here with us. Mark, jo- Mark Joseph. Yes, Mark Joseph. For some reason I wanted to... Anyway, Mark Joseph. Um, so Mark, how are you today? Hey Nancy. Yeah, good to be here. Hey everybody. Yeah, it's good to have you here. Now, you're in California, and we know that you go dancing a lot, and they had that uh, terrible thing happen in a dance hall, but it had nothing to do with you, right? Oh, right. Yeah, that was uh, Southern California, and honestly, I'm surprised it's not happening more just because there's always a mix of alcohol, and you always have the one-upmanship and jealousy here and there, so... (laughs) Jeez. um, Yeah, yeah, so... (laughs) Like the Wild West First. Saloon. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I went to uh, Latin Social Friday. I mean, everything was fine. Uh, you know, downtown Mountain View, uh, where Google is at, and everybody's pretty laid back and just hanging out. So, I mean, yeah. Nothing like that here. I mean, there was one instance maybe, uh, I don't know, five, six years ago in Oakland, of course, Saturday downtown, where uh, the the club next to us somebody got shot outside but that's that wasn't in the in our venue but that's oakland for you you know yeah 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 and um uh walt how are you doing today oh good i'm very good thank you glad to have you here and derek good morning everybody (laughs) doing well excellent excellent so um well, we might as well talk about the uh, monatomic gold because Jan Shaw, and I'm going to tell the story, Jan Shaw, uh, her little puppy has a little growth thing happening and, you know, nobody thinks it's anything except the vet. So she's looking for alternatives and she came across a website. Let me just get this website up here. Okay, it's uh, monatomic dash Ormi, O-R-M-E dot com. And she uh, she asked me about it. And so I looked at it. And it just, yes, we have talked about this subject so many times. I, myself and, well, Walt talks about it. I don't know that much about it. But it is this very interesting thing out there that, People, people, because of the the situation in the in the world, they're looking for alternative healing, alternative healing, and so this thing, I mean, it tells you all sorts of. I'm just gonna run down this really, really quick. Uh, aging process is reversed. Damaged cells, energetic dysfunctions are regenerated. The endocrine gla- gland system is energetically activated. The flow of light 
quantum photons within the nerve and meridian system is intensified and increased permanently. Self-healing powers are improved considerably. The superconductivity of DNA is upgraded and its energy flow increases up to 10,000 fold. An intense emotional cleansing and stabilization are initiated. Considerable improved performance and stress resilience appears. You have more centered and considerable more stable. You are more aware of solutions rather than problems because you more clearly see yourself and the outside. Manifestation effects, thoughts are increased. Intelligence expands to a higher level of spirit. The frequency of chakras and bodies is heightened. Awareness is expanded and the mental spiritual abilities are activated. Kundalini energy is increased harmonically. Sleeping or supernatural potentials are awakened. The levitating quantity qualities of monotoma gold lead to an all-around elevation of quality of life and the consciousness of all levels physical emotional mental and spiritual so and there's much more to it but you know based on that wouldn't everybody want this stuff <laughs> you know so um derek i'm gonna say to you why don't you give us a quick rundown of what you understand this to be and and you know because let's just answer Jan's questions, you know. What is this? Is it true? Can it be true? Whatever. Can you do that for me, please? Derek? I just have to struggle with that microphone um, button. So, uh, yeah, I used it before. Um, yeah, several times actually over the years. Oh, I don't know. I'll guesstimate. Not that it matters, but probably starting, and and probably Walt started much, much sooner than me. Um, probably 2016, I started getting into that as well and trying it. Um, and and for me, so, um, and there's different ways of making it. And again, I'm going to leave that part to Walt as well. Um, but I'll get into my uses, so into the woo-woo part of it, um, metaphysically speaking, what I did. And it absolutely um, was legit, just to kind of wrap it all up real quickly there. From my perspective, because when I used it, it was instantaneous, um, feeling first of all physically as well but then you can feel on your energy body but then using that too um as an energy tool uh you have to be aware so it does do what they claim um on some you know i didn't read that the entire thing and nancy definitely did not read the entire um description about this website's description of it to be very specific um but on i did read most of it though nancy and all, I mean, all that, I've, you know, most of it I've experienced myself and or knew about. Um, so it seems pretty legit on that site. I'm a big fan of it. Um, I used it for activating, you know, again, just using our woo-woo terms, uh, intentionally activating or boosting my, my chakras and or my perception levels. So then I would take it, use my focus on, say, my energy body or aura, and then have an intention or make a decision from there again th then tune the frequency meaning if i wanted to be armored or healed or whatever so it was a a good tool for me to take internally to help boost the physical and the metaphysical um so then i could play with the energies easier uh, and right now i'm talking about it and the right ear for me is a big deal kind of think high def frequencies it started air quotes tuning in but yeah subtle tunes tones just started coming in when I'm talking about it, which is all a good sign from, uh, again, the, the psychic perspective on how I, because that's just one of my, it's like an etheric sign language for me. When I perceive the metaphysical, get more info, pull it from, um, you know, what's out there. I'm just being really vague for a reason. 
Um, I get different physical aspects and manifestations that turn on, and that's one of them when you're tuned into, um, you know, a good thing, we'll say, or that's in alignment with you. It's kind of a better way of saying it. So I don't know if that made much sense, Nancy. And I'm screwing around a whole lot of things because I want to hear it from Walt and what we were talking about before um, we even started the show. But do you have any questions on what I was just getting into as far as the woo-woo stuff? No, nothing specific. <laughs> I mean, it, it worked great. I mean, see, I've used Ormus. I've used the monatomic gold. And by the way, you don't have to use it internally, everybody. You can. Um, but you can tap it on your forehead. You can put it on different areas. Again, it all depends on it on what you're aware of. So let's, I mean, a weird analogy, but let's call it like a dumbbell in a gym. It's a, it's a weight. It's a, a tool, something you can use to boost something you already have, a muscle, but you have to be aware of the muscle and then use it the right way because I know weird example, but if you swing your arm backwards, you're not building your bicep, the muscle you're trying to work on if you were. So again, there's, there's a learning in this you need to know. It's not, oh, sold, I need a bottle, boom, I'm going to wake up tomorrow, psychic level five. That's not how it works. So now here's where I'm going to pass it off to Walt where he can get more into what we were, um, he was talking about in the beginning, too. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, yeah. Any warnings? Any? So we were talking about, I don't want to just throw it at you, but um, and then Nancy, you can direct if you need to which, which direction. But we were talking about, um, you know, the what you need to be aware of using it, which is what I was kind of alluding to in that. Um, yeah, you have to be responsible because you, when you're dealing with energy, you can benefit yourself or you can hurt yourself. So you, it, it, it's irresponsible of us to say nothing, being aware of certain things and saying nothing. Um, Derek won't tell you not to use it. I won't tell you not to use it. But I will warn you that you have to be highly responsible when taking Ormus. Uh, first, uh, awareness. Um, there are different kinds of Ormus, yes, because depending on what is the root uh, metal that you're using, for making it. If if you inform yourself how this whole thing started, it started with Hudson uh, many years ago because he, it, it, they were doing experiments on this very specific kind of soil they found. And that's how they ended up, uh, you know, developing this substance that they called Ormus, which is a metal in a monatomic state. What does that mean? Well, before, you, wait, wait. Before you go yeah. into that, so they okay. it was accidentally discovered, so it can be naturally produced. And yes. what did it look like? I mean, why? What got their attention? Well, the thing was, um, the particular soil was that uh, it was a strange in its behavior because it was able to tolerate tremendous temperatures. It was not behaving like a like normal soils. I think they were doing all these experiments in uh, uh, I think Hudson is some kind of land surveyor or, or, or mineral. Is, is a person with deals with this you know, uh, land uh, resources and uh, they were testing I, I think I remember they were testing for something specific but it uh, the way this soil behaved, it was able to tolerate tremendous temperatures it was able to t- tolerate the strongest assets, so they were scratching their heads. What are we dealing with here? So, by uh, reducing this material chemically, using chemical processes in order to reduce it to its basic components, they ended up uh, 
at the time that they worked on this, they ended up with this white uh, substance. It looked like powdered sugar. It was something, but it, it uh, according to the, their description, it appeared that the, the material, the substance was like one step away from being pure energy. It, it would be like one step away from being going from matter to pure energy. Why? Because this uh, white powder, whenever it was hit by sunlight, it would just flash and it disappeared in completely from the container. They did all kinds of tests, like for example, they would put a piece of paper or a, or a pencil in the middle of the powder and expose it to the sun. It would flash and disappear and nothing happened to the, to the pencil, nothing happened to the powder. It was the strangest thing. It just, it, it, it's like it switched uh, dimensions. It went from physical to pure energy. That's 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 why in my case I, I uh, worked I made my ormus but I did not use their chemical methods because their methods is very caustic very strong you have to deal with lye and you have to deal with all these chemicals and I don't want to hurt myself I'm not a chemist so I chose another system which was presented in the ormus group uh, forum by one of the uh, experimenters which is quite simply to use a pyramid. Because according to his explanation, when you expose, in, in my particular case, I made uh, gold ormus. Why? You can make ormus with other, like for example, someone actually, I don't know how much time and energy they spent doing this, they actually made ormus with iridium, which is a very rare, it's a rare metal because it, it's only found in meteorites. But uh, he claims that he was able to develop the uh, Ormus with it. But in my case, I use gold. And what it is, quite simply, I use 24 karat leaf gold that you can get from an eBay vendor. And when gold is exposed to the active center of a pyramid, which is like uh, one quarter from the base, uh, what happens is it begins to, it begins to break down it kind of turns into an oily substance. But what happens is that it's just like the other ormus. As, as soon as it hits the light, it, <laughs> you lose it. it. It flashes and it disappears. So in following the advice of the person who developed this, I put the, the, the gold leaf in vodka. So what happens is the, the, the alcohol captures... The, the the gold as the gold begins to break down and change and it goes from solid into like an oily substance and this is a very interesting because vodka by its own, by its own it's colorless but as the gold begins to transmute it turns yellow it turns a gold color also the taste of the vodka changes whereas normally vodka for me doesn't taste like anything it's just alcohol uh, when the gold begins to break down inside the vodka, it actually turns sweet. And, and, and eventually all the particles disappear because all the gold gets transmuted and now you end up with this uh, gold color vodka. And it's, it's incredibly powerful because uh, I, I started by taking a single drop on my tongue and that was, that was it. I couldn't take any more you start experimenting all these 
physical change. You don't get visual physical changes. You know, like your legs are not going to change, but you get the feeling. Like like I was telling the the folks before the show, uh, this this feeling hit me in the middle of work. I was working, and all of a sudden, my head felt like it was six feet in diameter. It was the, the weirdest sensation. I was looking around, see if I, if I was looking different or anybody was paying attention, but no, it was just feeling that was happening within me. So you, you get to experience these changes of feeling yourself. It, it actually begins to, you begin to change. And uh, that's what we were talking about because one of the things to be made aware of, if you're going to consume this and this, and you're dealing with legit Ormus, not, not a copy or something similar, but true real Ormus, you have to be mindful of your thoughts. It might sound superficial what I'm saying, but you, what you think is very critical because everything is energy. If, if anybody has heard Nancy Hopkins speak about energy. We're all about neurology and what we say, what we think, everything's an expression of energy. And when you're dealing with these monatomic substances, guess what? Your ability to manifest, your ability to attract things to you changes dramatically. Uh, it, it, it's, it gets enhanced, it gets amplified exponentially. So, if you're not paying attention to what you're thinking, you could actually end up hurting yourself. And the uh, practitioner of this of this one uh, was uh, he posted it in the uh, Ormus um, forum that uh, he was he was going somewhere and he was standing on a street corner, and all of a sudden, for no reason at all, he had this thought. Well, he was pondering all the changes that he's going through and blah 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 and everything and all of a sudden he got this thought well what happens if i if i think a car is going to hit me and all, all of a sudden for no reason at all at all and no no explanation someone who was driving in the middle of the street swerves and almost hits him, hits him so he almost he's thinking a car is going to hit him and a car almost hit him and he realized that wasn't the only one so if you are going to be responsible and serious about using this and the benefits of it, you have to be mindful of your thinking. If you are one of those people that engages habitably uh, in self-destructive thinking, you be very careful because you will end up killing yourself or hurting yourself. So, yeah, energy is a serious subject and it's not, not a plaything. You know, they say, oh, you should drink responsibly. Well, guess what? This this doesn't get any more responsible <laughs> than when you're dealing with Ormus. Because since you are able to start manifesting very quickly, think about this. In our present state, the, the collective humanity, we know for a fact that our DNA was severely altered to limit our power, to limit our capacity. So from 12 strands of DNA, we were reduced to a couple of strands of DNA. Okay, so get this. If you start building up the presence of the monotonic gold in you, therefore increasing your, your powers of manifestation, you can undo that limitation. You can start activating, not all of a sudden, not all at once, 
but little by little you can start reactivating your other strands of DNA. So you can actually start waking up that which is natural and belongs to you. The you know whatever when Derek speaks about psychic powers and capacities, well those things aren't magical, and they're not exceptional to one or two individuals. That's natural. It's part. It's part of our of our vehicle, human vehicle. It's just that it was deliberately reduced in us. It was turned off. Because why? Because there was an agenda of a group of non-human individuals who needed to keep us under control. Well, this is a way to undo that, in my perception of it, since you, you can actually activate your manifestation. So my, my advice, if you're going to be seriously doing this, Okay, begin by training yourself and be by watching your thoughts. I'm not talking about mind control. Just be watchful of what you're thinking. Because I I I study and practice uh, human design and 70% of the population have an open head center. Some 70% of the population their thoughts are not their own. There there is a is a thought stream is an energy stream coming in from the collective and Believe me, right now, the collective is not in a very good place mentally. There's a lot of fear thoughts, a lot of, you know, destruction thoughts. I mean, people have such few reasons to feel positive about anything at all. It actually makes a conscious effort to be positive because the rest of the people around you aren't. aren't. They're focused on fear and lack and, and the money systems and the health systems. And so there is very little positive thinking from the collective right now. So you, now more than ever, ever, you have to be mindful of your thoughts because you don't want to feed negative energy. Otherwise, you're making things worse. Instead of helping yourself, you're hurting yourself. That that was what the point I was trying to make at, uh, to the guys during the break, or, or before the show. <laughs> very good. Thank you very much. That was um, interesting. Do you, either of you guys have uh, questions uh, or no, comments? I don't. Comments, maybe. Did that make sense to you from your experience? What he's saying. It it did me. Yes. Um, yeah. No. I'm, that's why I was trying to throw it in a waltz. Um, you know, area quickly because you're going to get into more detail on that one, which is great. So, no, it makes total sense. Um, I agree 100%. Like, be aware of your your thoughts and feelings because, you know, you're going to become kind of crazy manifester, um, and it can be negative sometimes. Now, so just, Walt, they, they said that um, it's you can naturally get it in uh, purple grapes and lilacs and something else. I don't remember what the third thing was. Do you know of any natural way of being able to just eat a lot of grapes? <laughs> I know I know that uh, the the um, I don't know if they're still around when uh, uh, Hudson made his discovery of this special soil. Uh, they they set up a company. They were called uh, Sunstone Management, I think, and what they did. For those people that couldn't afford the monatomic gold, which was very expensive at the time, they what they did is they sold the um, uh, in liquid form. They sold the um, it was a preparation. It was like like a, like a kind of tea 
it was uh, elaborated from it was made from the herbs from that place where they took the the soil and what you were supposed to do is heat up uh, a glass full of let's say um, distilled water it had to be distilled water and in there you put a a, a, a spoonful of this tea also heated and then you drink it and they were they were saying that I don't know what amount of monatomic gold, gold was pre- present in those herbs but it was very it was very little compared to getting the monatomic gold of course uh, again if you uh, are not a very good positive thinking don't start all at once and start a little at a time until you get used to it because it is incredible like I said just a, just a drop a, a single drop on my tongue and I was experiencing all these things is like <laughs> one minute you think you're floating one minute your head feels the size of a car it's like and this is just from a single drop Jesus if I if I drank this whole bottle I'd, I'd destroy myself <laughs> so but no it, don't, don't it, let we, me scare we, you we better stop talking about it because uh, <laughs> this sounds like a really interesting you know recreational drug and all of a sudden I'm thinking to myself <laughs> Oh my God! You know, get it, get it into the people that are living on the streets taking drugs, and the manifestations. Can you imagine the hellhole you'd get then? Well, it does again. Uh, <laughs> they say that you have to be uh, drink responsibly. Well, guess what? <laughs> well, Play with energy responsibly because <laughs> you're gonna be sorry. Right. Well, this is a like I said. Uh, we weren't on the radio when I said this. Um, the uh, Pleiadians. The, the, uh, these aliens that look like normal humans, they though, for those that have met them in person, they report that their skin has a greenish golden tint to it, and that's because they are the uh, even f- from before birth. I think uh, the uh, fetus is fed monatomic gold, so it's part of their biology. Monatomic gold, so. That it goes to show, you know, the, the capacities that they have on their progress and mental uh, and everything. Well, a monotonic gold is part of their life. It's it's a, it's already part of their biology. That's why their skin has that color. It's a it's a greenish golden tint to it. Interesting. Mark, did you have something you wanted to add to this conversation? No, because I'm I'm they know more than I do in regards to it. I'm never really. Taking it, I've done some Ormus, but I have to be really careful with the dosage. Um, I have to build into it. So, um, yeah, I'm just learning like everybody else. Any questions? No, no, not for that. Okay. So do your own research. <laughs> or I, I suppose, Walt, you'd be willing to make it for somebody if they wanted it or not? Uh, I haven't made any. I have to see if my... Uh because I, I don't have the traditional Keops, uh, Keops uh, pyramid, I have uh, the light pyramid. So I, I would like to do a test first, see if it, uh, the gold breaks down just like the other one. When I made it, I, ha- I was using the, the same uh, dimensions as the Keops uh, Great Pyramid. But the one I have right now, it's a life pyramid, so where the, each, each of the four of the five faces uh, is it has the proportion the uh, golden mean ratio right. so I have to c- 
confirm first I have to dose to see where the end where the uh, the the, nu- the energy nucleus is in the pyramid because obviously it's not going to be on one fourth it's going to be higher and I have to confirm that it breaks down the gold just like the other one okay so um, why don't you do that and then send me some <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk we'll talk darling my uh, dear captain you wouldn't be trying to look younger are you (laughs) hey if i could age reverse i'd do it in a heartbeat this old lady keeps staring at me in the mirror damn you know i don't like to look in the mirror it spooks me i said oh Uh, she's just jealous of you that's all (laughs) (laughs) it's such you know because you don't feel any different you might slow down a little bit but you're still the same person and then you look in the mirror and you're an old there's an old person staring you back and you go who the hell is that now at first it started out that i looked like my father a little bit you know but then i started looking like my mother but the day that i looked like my grandmother oh my god i said no i'm over this i'm not looking in the mirror anymore so it looks like you're carrying all your ancestors inside of you. Yeah, we probably all do, you know. Anyway, well, let's uh, let's ask uh, Derek, where would you like to go now? You got anything you wanted to talk about? Um, I mean, we, I don't know if we want to do it this hour or not on that online class. We can hang on to that till the end if you want. Um, I'm trying to think about what else has really been going on. Around, um, well, actually, I, it's going to be going, oh, I guess, where else to do it on, on the uh, woo-woo side of things. But I do want to let, and everybody is, of course, um, energy sensitive to one degree or another. So, again, like, like we talked about earlier, I mean, you already have these abilities. So what I'm getting at here is in the environment now, so that's a big word, too. Changes are happening. So when you access your your psychic abilities, your metaphysical tendencies, remote viewing, call them whatever you want, um, I've been, it hasn't been just me that this has been happening to, but I've been getting feeling it physically. So like head zaps, um, severe pain in the head in certain spots at times, instantly when I turn it on. Um, so I, and I can grab onto it and perceive back from there to see what's going on, but... Um, it is happening. I'm only kind of bringing it up now because usually I don't get into these things is because, again, everybody's intuitive. And that's, you know, easily put is your imagination as well, but it does go past that. So when you get into those thoughts and feelings, there is a lot of that happening, um, like physical pain and, and symptoms. Um, you can call them different things, ascension symptoms, you can, all kinds of stuff. And I don't know how much it ties into the photon belt. and this. Well, it does. Um, so because of the new frequencies and energies we're around, see, like that there, all I have to do is literally say, and anybody can do this, ask a question, and then you can get a response back. And you can call it muscle testing, you can call it psychic powers, and call it all kinds of things. Um, for me, it initially comes in, and I know I'm just on audio now, but instantaneously when I mentioned that comment about the photon belt, this, that, and the other, I got my um, tinge or tingling in my left ear. It was audible, I could feel it, and there was information behind it. All that in, it seemed like out of time, so less than a second. And I'm only bringing that up because it literally just happened a second ago when I was doing that. Um, and, yeah, sometimes when that stuff turns on, um, you can feel the physical aspects of it. So that's why I kind of want to say that. Don't everybody think, well, I've got a tumor in my head. And I'm just saying now, when you activate those energy portions of yourself, um, you can feel them more. So 
I don't know if anybody has any comments on that. Yeah, I've been having these not not in the last week or so, but I I'd get this like stabbing pain, like mm-hmm. somebody has stuck a needle in me. And oh yeah, ice it, picks. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, and I mean like you know so that you go oh uh you know I mean you you, you it's very and it goes away instantaneously. It's like a jab and out gone, you know. And it's not like it's specific to one area of my body. It's it's mostly in my abdomen, but it's been on both sides. And it's not like it happens all the time. You know, it's once every few weeks or something. But, boy, when it happens, you you don't miss it. Something happened there, you know. Yeah, and that would scare me if I was an average person, but it's like, huh, energy, what was there, you know. Oh, and, yeah. Now, and then, yeah, I would keep shunking on you to help, which is what I do. But, I mean, I can tell what it is, too, from without even psychically looking at it, because, for example, if I have a session here in my office, or even on remotely on my monitor, uh, for whatever reason, my vision turns on to the right, my right. So the, I guess that'd be the person's left. I never really thought about it. Um, and me right now, even just visualizing, it just lit up both my ears. So when I do it, it is instantaneously, because I know, glance left, and I don't know, again, I wish I could explain it more, but that means on for me, I get to start seeing the show, um, and then that comes on. So I can 100% tie it in to the, again, we'll loosely say the metaphysical frequencies because we don't have a big vocabulary or a large vocabulary to use for this stuff. Um, so, but but it is that. So, and people do it not even knowing they're doing it. Remember, your intuition is natural. It's a sense. It's like walking in a room. You don't have to focus on smell. You're doing it. Now, how much energy do you put toward it is how much you're going to pick up on it. Sense of smell or the psychic thing. Um but yeah, it can be anywhere in your body too, Nancy. So because your energies, I know another vague term, are everywhere. You know, you're, so stuff's happening energetically out there, and we're feeling physical symptoms of it. And again, I'm bringing it up because I really bring this stuff directly up because of all the sessions I do. It's like 90 plus percent of them now going. Derek, I've been getting an ice pick in the head, a zap here, this here, whatever, and and then I look at it and and then give them feedback. So I'm just kind of you know wanted to put that out there was all. No, I appreciate that. That's what we need to do because so much of the things that happen to us individually, somebody out there that we talk to, is having it happen to them. Absolutely. Yeah. You know? Uh, Eric's so. description reminds me of when I had my first 15-step session. It was like a medieval torture chamber because one of the things the guides did, uh, I swear, I felt, imagine... Uh, an ice pick, but only as thick as a broomstick. It was it, it went in the base of my head and it came out my forehead. It was like I I couldn't believe it. And and I said and I said to Dr. Costa, I said why are, why are my guides doing this? I mean the the pain was atrocious. And he looked at me and he says, oh they knew you could take it. <laughs> that, that's it. That was the only comment out of him. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> Okay, so um, anything else there that you had on your list, Derek, right now? No, nothing. No, nothing right now that that I want to announce. I mean, there's always stuff for later, but okay. No, we can go work one and or jump to Mark. Yeah, Mark. Mm-hmm. Oh, do you have something, <clears throat> Walt? No, I was just going to say uh, I I was wondering if there were any other uh, uh, new. Nothing new to report on the Sasquatch statue since it was uh, 
alive and well. It, it said to Julissa, no, I don't want to be here. And I and told her I, where she, he wanted to be. <clears throat> oh, yeah. And that's our mid-sized one because we actually have three. So we wow. have a little mini guy that's, yeah, maybe waist high, a mid one. So we're talking about me, um, <clears throat> just average height. And then one that's, you know, about my nose height would be the top of his head. And then the big guy that's seven plus feet. And, yeah, so what for those that didn't hear, yeah, we had a quick, and I'll just go quickly, we had a segment where, yeah, where those guys got moved around a little bit, some shuffling of the Sasquatches. And, oh, no, they definitely wanted to be in the pyramid uh, foresty area. And I say forest is because we have lots of tapestries up that we purchased that are green with trees and ferns and plant life on the background to help. And we hung various plants and things over the lights. And so there's a whole feeling over there. And there's images online if, if people want to see it. Um, what I'm talking about, but that is where the Sasquatches wanted to hang out. Um, and even comments from people that aren't completely into the woo-woo, they're just kind of getting their feet wet, so they're in the shallow end of the pool, um, meaning, you know, that that wasn't lost on them, too. They'd make comments like, well, he just wanted to be back there, and so I thought that was kind of funny, too. Um, so it wasn't necessarily just some, you know, psychic with the psychic card saying, yeah, oh, this is going on, and I'm not making fun of them. I'm just, you know, having fun with it all. So it wasn't like a me saying, well, the Sasquatch says it. No, it was, you know, somebody that's not so, you know, in the deep end of the pool. So that was neat to see. Um, the, everything felt better. And so he's hanging out back there. Um, and even another ET showed up I'd forgotten about. Okay, well, I should elaborate that one. A foam ET for the selfie area or photo shoot area. We're still waiting on the dragon head, but all of that's kind of back in that nook now. Um, and evidently, I bought another ET, so kind of, a, believe it or not, more creepy green one arrived. So, but people like taking pictures with them. Now, let me ask you something. These creepy <laughs> ETs that you're getting, in your experience, are these real? I mean, not not the, the images, I mean, the, the the things themselves. But are they a depiction of something that you know is real? Are, is the normal gray et kind of uh et out of the movie um what you see out there uh not so much anymore and i just shared in chat an image of the pyramid area the sasquatch is back there and the what is typically grayish this one's a little more flesh colored um so i don't know beige is sitting in one of the pyramids um but, yeah, so I, I have seen those, and those are the ones I had saw when I was in the military. The typical gray, about this size, too, by the way. They're, I don't know, four to five foot tall. Um, so those, yes, I've seen. I don't see those anymore. I see other entities, other, I don't know, pick your type. There's lots of them. Not, not little bug-eyed. So I'd call this guy like an Area 51 ET. For those that can't see the image, I just do in chat. Just your typical little Area 1, big old bug-eyed thing. Um, not a whole lot of features. Now, uh, no, so, go ahead. The um, ones we're talking about right now, the Area 51 type thing. What in in reading uh, the day after Roswell by Colonel, um, oh jeez, I just had his name. It'll come to me. He uh, he was talking about the autopsies on these characters, the some of them out of the Roswell crash, and that. They appeared to have been not biologically natural, that there was, and I can't remember the details, and they're not important, but basically that they were 
yes, living probably entities. These particular ones were, of course, being autopsied. But it was almost like there was a body prepared for them to be able to withstand long-distance spaceflight. And I can't tell you more than, you know, it was an observation that they had made. As if they're, they're, this, may, this may be a type of clone or, you know, something to be able to withstand long-range uh, space travel. Which kind of surprised me. But um, the book was amazing because what it tells, talks about is this, this colonel... His name's right on the top of my head, or tip of my tongue. And he was given artifacts from the Roswell uh, crash. And you mean Bill Cor Corso? Corso, Corso, thank you. Yes, Colonel <clears throat> Bill Corso, thank you, thank you. And so Corso is um, presented this by a general, begins with a T, Tubber or something like that, who said to him, uh, he, he was with the... He's in an, in an army research kind of group, and he said the the general said to him, "All right, go go into that particular file cabinet over there and uh, figure out what this stuff is and how we can uh, can get it into you know use it technologically." And so Corso was like, "Well, where'd it come from? Oh, it came from an ET crash, <laughs> you know, boing! His reality changed in an instant." So they did. They figured out what this was, and the way they did that was by Corso overseeing a program that got these pieces of technological devices off of Roswell. Now, understand that it, the apparently the Army had some, maybe the Air Force, maybe the, the Navy. That it, what, He didn't have all of it. He just had, I think, maybe a dozen pieces, maybe less. So he seeded that into U.S., Industries, in other words, certain industries were given the thing that ended up to be laser technology. Somebody was given fiber optics technology. That's what they ended up with. Uh, the transistor concept was long gone because of what they were discovering. So it was, and, and he goes through the book and he actually tells you the progress and he tells you names the companies that did this. And then you'd see when these companies came out with the laser or the fiber optics or something. Uh, very, very interesting, very valuable book. Now, he came under a lot of criticism and, and attack, but that probably means that he was absolutely dead on. I had no problems understanding and believing that it was real. So, uh, anyway, uh, how did I get into that? What were we talking about? Oh, the characters. Okay, so it was a... It was they, they looked like they were designed for in these to, to operate these particular craft, Derek. And so now, you, you, when you first got introduced to them, was it uh, you know a three D woo woo situation, or did you just sort of see them? Did you have any um, interaction? Yeah, no, I didn't chit chat with them or anything. I was in, it was in my twenties. It was in my military days. Um, in short, the the, mo the most uh, visible one, I guess you can say to me, memorable ones, in other words, saying it, right now is uh, at that hotel room in Germany in Birches Gardens where they would have done these, some of these stores, I didn't think I tied it all together, though. Um, 
Long story short, they'd empty out this massive hotel room. I'd be taken to Birch's Gardens, Germany. They'd take me down these underground bunkers in the Eagle's Nest and just places all through there. Um, and then I woke up one night in the hotel room, the whole levitation thing heading towards the window deal. Um, it's what I did. And I woke up during that and then, you know, kind of I, I get into more from there. But So we didn't chit-chat. It was more of a, a startling scenario. What he did, <clears throat> I'm a, how do I say this? So I'm not a, a runaway kind of guy. So, you know, I chose to, to fight sort of deal. Uh, it didn't go real well. But so it wasn't a panic time is what I'm getting at and fear and this, that, and the other. So basically I was put back to sleep. Um, and then who the heck knows from there, to be honest, because I don't remember. But there's been several scenarios where I've seen the craft, I've seen the ETs, but that's the closest where I could have actually, like, kicked him and grabbed him sort of deal. Um, in, and that would be 1993, I guess, uh, somewhere. Well, they took me a lot of times to that hotel room. So over the span of at least three years. So I don't know what which one of those. It was one of the early ones, I can tell you that. So I guess maybe 92, if that really matters. Um, but that was my – so, no, I didn't get chit-chatting with him. The other times I've seen him, um, I remote <clears> – <throat> it'd be like during a session. Let me clear my throat real quick here. It'd be, for example, during a session or something to where I would see – I always work backwards. So I'll, I'll, I have – let's say it's in person. I'll have the human in front of me, the vehicle. I'll see the energy issue, and then if I see that, it, oh, it's an attachment, meaning not that person's energy. And then I play back from there. And then if I see that when I'm putting the – again, I got, I'm doing this for a reason this way – putting the frequency of love in that energy, not deciding if it comes or goes or whatever, just playing a love song around it, you can say – and then I see how it responds. Sometimes that gets an attention of others. And so, the, I mean, I don't know how specific we want to get into how I do a session, but then I get to see um, that group or entity or scenario, whatever it is that did the energy, again, for use of terms, what we would call an energy attachment down here. Um, and they vary. And then I've seen, long, I chase it back and I'm like, what? And so I've removed something, see it back on. And then I feel a presence. So then I, again, I get a little bit of this. I armor us all. Um, I go in that love frequency. And then I'll remote out. Some would call it astral projecting or remote viewing. I call it remote perceiving. Um, and sometimes I see it's a craft. And I've seen those little gray Roswell Area 51 ETs on there. And by the way, that's when I learned, too, Not they're not all psychics. I don't know where that, I heard that or read that somewhere or whatever. Um, just because you're an ET or whatever doesn't mean you're, like, stupid psychic. And I say that because most of them didn't know I was even on the ship. There would be, like, one on the, I don't know, just back rim, I can see it now, sitting there that actually looked up and picked up on me, not others. So then I realized, and that was an aha moment for me, too, as my ears are ringing now thinking about it. So, and then from there, not chit-chats. I wasn't a fan of anything they were doing, so I didn't really interact, to be honest, other than remove them or... You can say skip them out of time, so get them off that person's timeline. Again, that's a tough thing to say, too, because that doesn't quite make sense. So I'll do things like that, um, but not chit-chatting with them, swapping recipes. Um, I was never a fan of anything I was seeing them do. And when I saw these attachments, because, again, I zap them with love just to have fun with it, and if it responds negative, I'm like, oh, that's out of alignment for this person. Well, I don't know that I ever had what I'll call an energy attachment from this group that was good for that person. Again, that's not me choosing. That's a person showing me their plate from the buffet 
I ask their higher, and I'm just, again, analogy here. I ask their higher self, is this good or bad? I'm not the energy guy that's going to choose this, and then it'll, I'll get feedback from there. And coming at it that way, you can learn a whole lot about things. Um, so I don't know if that made complete sense. It's fascinating. But not a fan of them. The entities I'll see now, a lot of them would be, I don't know, they'll call them galactics or light entities or things like that. And they'll actually come ringing in through my right ear for those that are getting into the energy stuff. You'll feel and hear the physical symptoms often, not always, in your right ear <clears throat> when those ones are around. It doesn't mean, oh, my left ear rang, the negative guys are around. doesn't mean that at all. So, again, I'm not saying other things by not saying it. It's, it's, that's why it's so tough to speak. Well, I, I, I can say that when I get messaging from outside myself, I've learned to pay attention as to where in my head I seem to be feeling the energy or the messaging. So sometimes it's, you know, there's this one, one messaging channel that is technical. I get scientific and technical information. There's others that are from, you know, like the Galactic Command, you know, and I get those in a different. But if you pay attention, you'll know who you're talking to. They come in on the same frequency, my experience. So if you just get familiar with what you felt at the time that, that you were getting that kind of a message, you'll begin to be able to discern, oh, this is a good guy, this is a good guy, that's not a good guy. Um, the not a good guy thing, I just shut down. I just, I will not, I erase the, the receiver in it sort of thing so that they can't get through. And that's why when I have an, a, a weird thought in my head, I look immediately to, where did this come from? You know, because it's not my kind of thinking. So where did it come from? And sometimes I am able to trace the signal back. You know, and it's not, it, a lot of times it's human being shit. And boy, I'll tell you, I put not just uh, don't receive it, but I put a mirror up. Everything you throw at me is going to go right directly back at you. And so there's tricks that you can make in your own mind to be able to shut down a lot of this extraneous, you know, attacks. And it's a lot of it's very, very man-made 3D electromagnetic energy. You know, it's not woo-woo at all. So, yeah, there's a lot of things that are happening in your head. And it's like I say, you know, somebody's going to control your mind. It might as well be you. Pay attention to what's happening in your head. Because if you're not paying attention, well, who nobody else is except the person that's targeting you. Anyway, any comments on that? Um, no, not really. No, I agree. I mean, yeah, especially last comments. You might as well control your own thoughts if you can, at least to the degree you can. Well, I think you can completely control <laughs> to a degree. But I mean, moment to moment. So if you're in high drama, high stress, you know, good luck on controlling everything. But nah, that's no, that's another topic. That, that is another topic, but it is, that's when you need it most. You know, and how do you get there? Well, all right, so the signals are coming in at you, and you're, you're physically being, you know, in, in, in the energy. What, somebody's got something in the background happening. I don't know who. Okay, thank you. You've got you've got a situation where you've got all this energy coming into you, 
all right, and you're feeling it, you're trying to respond, but your your attempt, your, your body wants to react. You want to be able to grab onto the concept of respond. Don't just react, respond. When you're in that that situation, feel yourself take a step back out of it. Just feel yourself step away from yourself, okay, and let that 3D body calm down. Just calm down. Everything's okay. And you look at it from that out-of-the-body type of thing. And people think, well, what am I talking about? You're, people go out of their body all the time. How many times have you walked out of a room, go into the other room for something, and then go, what the hell? What was I after? Right? Because you were not in, in the same energy field as when you thought it. You walk back into the room, you go, oh, yeah, that's what I went after. Okay? Because you're energy fields they continually fluctuate it's not like your 3d makes you think in terms of stability no if you want to really get into the energy aspects of it think in terms of fluidity not stability and go with the flow that's why you notice when you move you if you if you get your um your um um, what, do you, uh, what do you call it? The um, uh, now I forgot the word. Uh, the word that the uh, Indians use for uh, angel, as as Dali would say, angels. Oh, the um, <clears throat> when you in your living space. Let's say you've been living in a house for fifty years. Okay, there are spiritual entities, energy entities. The um, ah, now I can remember the word. The um, uh, I can't remember. <laughs> um, the 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 word that the Indians use to the same thing that we say in English, uh, angels. The uh, these these energies these these are just it's intelligent intelligent energy, and they actually are part of the place. So when you move and you move into a into a new house or your new apartment or whatever it is, you feel so uncomfortable and you feel at odds because it doesn't feel like home anymore it's not the house that you're missing it's you're missing the energy so you can actually invoke that energy to come back and live with you uh, this happened to a lady who had to change the where she lived because she she grew up she had a huge house because she had several children but she she became a widow and so she moved to a small apartment didn't need a, such a big place but she felt so uncomfortable so the when she asked for help, the, the lady who did the work for her told her to bring the, uh, uh, I can't remember, what is that word? Why I can't remember it? The, um, Conscious? No, no, it's, 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 uh, it's a very common word that's used. It's, in, 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 it's part of the, um, the, the Hindu, and it's the equivalent of angel. Uh, the Asuras, for example, are, are, are what you would call a demon. And these are uh, these would be the angels, and and these are the the these are the uh, energy entities that are maintaining your energy space. So, the, what this woman did for her is she invoked those entities into the apartment. These are the ones that used to be in the house. So once she did the, that, the woman was so happy because she felt she was back at home, even though she was in an apartment and she had lived in an apartment and she knew she wasn't in her old house. But she didn't care. What mattered to her is that it felt like home. 
And that's that's another power that we have. That's why many times it happened to me because I had to travel so much because of work. I hated having to sleep in motels. Everything was clean. Everything was okay. But it wasn't home. I didn't feel like home, and I couldn't get any sleep. Sleep. But when you get when you learn of this and you take your <laughs> your energy with you, then you're home wherever you are because you take it with you. There's so much that we can do when we learn to manage our energy and manipulate our energy. <laughs> it's it, it's so silly because you realize, oh my God, I went through all this discomfort in my life and I, I, I was able to fix it with just a thought. Well, you know, we talk, <laughs> we talk about understanding your unique self and getting to know yourself. But how many times when you leave the house, do you leave all those good energies at home? Yeah, you know, it's, it's a big like, mistake. Yeah, it's like it's like when you were talking about me feeling not uncomfortable in other places. That doesn't happen to me, and it's because I think I think of myself not so much as you know one individual Nancy Hopkins. I think of myself as a group. I've got all these guides. I've got all this incredible energy that is, you know, not only from the Shungite and from all the other minerals that I have around me, but from uh, the teddy bear that I have that's 73 years old, the rosy dragon, all of these energies. You don't have to leave them at home. They're part of you. That's what makes up you. That's why every everybody should really understand who they are. They're not just that physical body walking through life yeah. with all these experiences the, the, the word is the word that i couldn't remember is devas deva but deva uh, these are these are the their the energy beings that are with you and they actually put the color on on your on your own in, in your living space so wherever you go if you take your devas with you you're always home yeah and you're always you're always stable energetically. Like I say, you got fluidity. Well, a lot of the fluidity is beyond your own. It's it's in these other divas and and angels and you know guides and and just the things that you love. They imbue your their love. You know, when you walk out, just say, "Home, come with me." You know. We're going. We're going out there. You know, everybody ready. You know, make it a group thing, and you'll feel you'll be able to maintain your own beingness because it's you. It's all you. It's not like you walked out the door and now you feel, you know, like maybe you you don't have your pants on. You know, so just another. And the trick. and the opposite happens as well because you. Remember, there was a week when uh, I think it was during the uh, the Cosmic Reality Show that we were sharing experiences. We had there was a specific week where there was this weird, really weird energy all around us, and we were having a different experiences of the same event. Uh, Dolly was feeling one thing, you were feeling something else, and I shared with you, even though I don't consider myself sensitive by any stretch of the imagination, I was having the strangest week. Because I'm inside my house, no, not a different place. I mean, my house, my neighborhood, everything, and yet it didn't feel like home at all. I couldn't, I couldn't even recognize my own living room. 
because everything felt different. Everything was different. So even though there was no change whatsoever, the, the, my mother's there, the, the cats are there, but it's like I, I, I wasn't home. It didn't feel like home at all. So I don't know what happened with that particular week, but uh, it was weird. He, you're in, here you are in your own home, and, and you feel like a total stranger. So there was a big shift in energy. I don't know what it was. <laughs> well, I, I've seen that. I see that happen quite often. And it's because it's not just the energies in our own specific area. It's the energies all around us, the cosmic energies. And it could be a, a sun flare that throws it at you. But again, just balance. Okay, we got this new energy. We all got to get balanced out here. And don't get freaked out by it. Just say, okay, it's just an adjustment, tuning. And uh, right now we're going to tune in uh, Craig Stewart, Shungite. We'll be right back.
And welcome back to Shungite Reality. It is January 24, 2023. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Derek Condit, Mark Joseph, and Walt Silva. Um, Derek, are you there? I'm back. Okay, excellent. Is Jalissa going to join us today? Um, she can. She's not sitting here at the moment, but she'll be back in in a little bit. Well, if she has something she wanted to say. And, exactly. you know, you're going to have to you know interrupt the or not interrupt but you're going to have to bring her into the conversation because i forget she's sitting there <laughs> i get so used to you know so i don't bring her in you know so you've got to do it she's sitting next Hello. to you you want her to say something you, you say hey say it <laughs> you, you don't know me as being shy so no that'll happen no she's and she's not even here in the first hour anyway yeah. Ever and sometimes so no don't worry about that i'll i'll say something i'm, I'm leaving i'm leaving it on you because Mark yep. was, Mark said we didn't give Jalissa any time, and I said, Mark, I didn't remember she was there. <laughs> no, she might not have been anyway, or if you're talking about last No, time, she was. Remember. She was there. I just forgot she was there. Gotcha. Yeah, I just get focused on whatever conversation I'm having, you know. It's not yeah. like a, a Zoom call where, where you know, you, I can see your pic, her in the picture or anything. We're not doing video, so I don't know that she's in the in the room, let's put it that way. Anyway. Mm-hmm. So, um, you got something you want to go, or should we ask Mark? He's always got something for us. I mean, we can. Did you want to, again, did we want to wait till the end, or? We can do it now. We can do it now. We can do that. Yeah. So. I'll see if I can't get a video in there, too. Um, uh, At least in chat. What what we're talking about here is, um, what we're doing is, I'm going to offer, it's a, and I hate to even call it a class because it's not really it's more than that. But I'm sharing a, a little video I made. It's in chat now, but it is available on our website or on Facebook in our group, the video I'm talking about, which and really you don't need to watch the video. What it'll tell you is it's a new again, we'll just call it class for ease of um speaking here, called Inner Expansion, to where I'm offering a three hour online video. It'll be live video class, so there'll be chat rooms available, it'll be on Zoom, um, and then I'm going to put together presentations and show different videos and clips and get a whole lot coming across um, in this, and it's called Inner Expansion. So we're going to get into, again, I won't, I won't drag this out and explain the whole class here, but it is three hours online. Um, we are maxing out at 25 um, people or sign up, so it's limited, and it's not until, let me bring up the the video here but it's the end of february so it's going to be february um let me look here i believe it was the 26th and that's in the video too um and you'll get to download the class when it's done and there's two versions so again well the class basically is going to teach you how to personally or self-activate yourself which is a thing you don't need to go find an outside guru um but additional frequencies energies will be made available during the class to help you as well and i'm kind of you know speaking around things um a little bit but that'll happen and then teach you how to enhance your own inner tuition so your intuition um and you know access your psychic abilities now that's the class that again is three hours and there's a whole lot more going on in that than just that i'm just kind of going around it watch the video if you're interested too i get more into the details a little bit um well, and that's I, be I, I think you should. I think you should get into the details because, I mean, I was the one that was pushing you to do something like this because there's people out there 
he gives these kind of classes in in the, well he's discontinuing them but he was giving them in the store and he just wasn't reaching enough people because the he has a limited group of people that can get to the store and to open it up to the world on an international basis to be able to see what he really has on his platter as he likes to say and what he can give you to 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 take openly give you this these energies this information to be able to have you you know commit to being something beyond what you are now and so to me it's very critical that he he does expand on it because he's offering much much more than just a class let me put it to you that way so give them the details of what it is you're offering because it is not just a class not just information it's an experience so yes take the time to to explain to people what this is please sure and there's going to be two versions available um and the the and i'll get into what it's going to be too um well let me okay one version um the more expensive energy exchange version which is going to be 99 dollars, comes with a free half an hour private session with me as well to where everything else is included during normal sessions, but also a reseeding of the energies or frequencies, um, the upgrades you're choosing to give yourself during the class. So that's the thing as well, including there'll be what I'm just calling the energy toolkit where you have some custom Shanghai that I'm putting together and quartz crystals and other stuff in there. That's all included in that class as well, being shipped to you for that $99 fee. But there is another option of just doing the class for $33 to where you don't get the private session um, and it would it would and I'm not trying to push sessions here because um, but it would behoove you energetically to do that one because there is it's kind of like hearing about cooking but then not actually getting in the kitchen and doing it um, and it's there is a difference when you're doing somebody there that can help guide you through it so that's part of it too um, and then you get the toolkit but during the and this is something I'm only going to offer maybe twice a year and right now it's once a year this thing. So this isn't something that's every month. And again, I'm limiting it to 25 signups for a lot of reasons. Um, but then during it, you're going to, again, you're going to have certain aha moments or realizations or epiphanies, you can call it, which are personal activations. And so we'll have those um, and then we'll help you seat those realizations or frequencies. Because when you have these, what we'll just say aha moments, you've accessed We'll just say other frequencies. Again, for our talk here, we'll say higher ones. That's not really a thing because you don't hold your radio up higher in the air to get high def channels. So again, so but but that's part of it. Um, and I don't know if I mentioned, but you also because this is going to be an online video slash Zoom meeting, and you won't see the other participants. Um, you'll see me sharing the screen and some videos I'm putting together. But you're also going to, and this is until the end of February, so you'll have time. But you'll be given preempt to this class some video suggestions to watch so that you can um you know have at least not that anybody doesn't have the base understanding but the base understanding of where i'm going with some of these utensils in the kitchen or energy tools um because you know chefs do things different ways and i'm aware you can do a whole lot of things with a you know a spatula that maybe you hadn't thought of before i know these are odd analogies but i don't really have another way of doing it um once you have these realizations. So a lot of that's going to be available during the class. And I'm going to get into 
remind you that you can already remote view or perceive, and it's not limited to viewing by any means. In fact, that's sometimes a harder one to do. So then if I can remind you that you can already remote perceive, well, then there's your handhold. Then you realize, oh, well, wait a minute then, and then it goes on from there, as I just ring my ears again. Um, and then and again, I'm going quickly through these, but you're also going to experience and learn because you're not just going to be given a fish. You're going to be taught how to fish. Um, what personal energy healing is. So you're going to have an effect on yourself during a class like this. And that's why it's so good and things can happen in these type because it is about the the participants and the whole and everybody together, not just having, oh, psychic guy coming in, activating your chakra, and now you're super psychic. No, but I'll tell you also, you don't don't minimize what can happen from a thing like this when you're going at it realizing these things can actually happen too. So um, that is going to be part of it. And I think I mentioned there's a live Q&A during it as well, and at least for the whole last hour, to where you can just straight up ask any questions. Um, and again, so there's those two versions. And I'll get into more descriptions and that list of videos, suggested video list. And I'll give links to these videos too. A lot of people have watched, but they're worth listening to again with a different mindset. So I don't care if you've watched... You know, um, the first season of whatever on Gaia five years ago, I'd suggest you watch it again from your expanded perspective. Because if you've been listening to these podcasts and or others are doing yoga or meditation or whatever, you're getting in other frequencies, you're going to see a whole lot more in that from now on um, from this perspective. So I'd suggest watching again, even if I send you a repeat video um, to watch. So I don't know, Nancy, do you have any questions on anything I've been babbling about? No, I just want to press that I think that it's a it's an extremely valuable offering that you're giving. And um, I know that you'd give it away free if you could, but you shouldn't. Because I, I, cause we had that conversation while we were discussing just, you know, kind of throwing it out there and seeing what would happen. I believe that it is all energy. And Derek does a tremendous amount giving away his energy, his products, his time, uh, doing these shows. He's giving, giving, giving. And I said, you, you've got to ask, you have to give people an opportunity to be able to share their energy with you, to thank you. And this is, this is why, he, one of the reasons that he wanted to limit it, because you want a special group of people there who are there to have an experience that will change their lives, change their trajectory, or maybe not change their directory, but give it a big boost as to where you really are going. So it's a commitment on a lot of levels between Derek and you and your guides and your spiritual companions. And so I highly recommend that, you know, if... if Get there fast because it's only 25 people that are going to get to take this trip. So, uh, yeah. Plus, I love that that video that you've got. It's very, oh. very powerful. Congratulations. Well done on that. So um, That's what happens when you're bored in the middle of the night because I don't sleep a whole lot, so I'm always doing stuff. So I did. When, well, I, when I, saw it, I saw what time you sent it, I said... 
good lord I was already in asleep by then you know <laughs> and I thought he must have been up late because I'm on the east coast he's on the west coast um, Mark did you have any questions about that no it sounds great um, I'm glad that see it's being promoted in, in various Facebook groups and, and um, yeah it's just amping up the energy for the year it's great Walt anything uh, I'm, uh, uh, sorry, no, I don't have anything to contribute. <laughs> okay, all right. Um, Mark, what else do we have? Uh, Derek, did you have something else that you wanted to cover? Sorry. I mean, it's more of a local thing, but we have um, for, very, and this is kind of a local announcement for those that, that show up to Mystical Wear store in person and here in Mount Vernon, Washington, but we did make an announcement online last night and as I tend to be, I'm vague on a lot of things, but but in this one, it's for good reason. For various reasons, we've had to temporarily pause the in-store metaphysical fairs and classes and events and things like that. Um, and just for some of it I can talk about or I'm willing to, It's uh, now it's becoming a straight-up um, square footage thing. We just don't have the room to get in, and it's where we've just outgrown our space. So we're really hoping to again, maybe expand next door and or a new space if you know all the energies align for such. So, um, and it's not just that reason. There's several of them, but unfortunately, we we do have to do that. Um, but we're gonna, and I haven't let anybody know locally yet. We're starting to that we're gonna do the fairs where and when we can outside because we have lots of canopies and things but we are in washington so the weather's not always the greatest thing um, so we had to pause those things for right now is what i'm saying too so we do, do have different things we still have here and giveaways and all sorts of things it's just uh yeah the in the space here in person has been too restricted and limited um for us to do that now and for those people that live close by Think of it as an outing. He he is he has facilitated this particular space to be a place for you to nurture yourself, like you go to church and pray. Well, go to a metaphysical center like him, where you're walking into a, a whole different universe, and you're all the energies that you well not all of them but probably all yeah you got Shungite there all of the energies that you would need to make changes in your physical body in your emotional body in the way that you think you know if if you just have had too much of of life oh my god i had to go there they're not going to throw you out because you're not running around buying stuff he's built this for as an environment for self contemplation meditation and illumination and by limiting the amount of activity that you've got from the fairs and everything else to me it makes it even a more special sacred place that's that's where i'm at with it you know that people should be drawn to it because of it it's a place it's an energy field that will nourish you instead of pulling everything apart from you even the electromagnetics in that building are attenuated to such a degree that that's not going to be a problem okay and so you and on top of that you were just being bombarded by all of Gaia's gifts and so I uh, you know I, I'm just very excited for the people that can can use your space 
to grow and to you know understand it is that fair to say oh yeah we'll be um expanding back into all of that like i said too and i made a little quick announcement in there so i mean we're always open and i'm i'm actively talking to people about potential other spaces but really we're hoping the space next door because we're in an, an older grocery store with the big cedar ceilings i posted a few pictures in there um and by the way if you're looking at the pictures you'll see the sasquatch and the shungai beehive well that's a false wall so if we can get we rent a space next door which is the same size another eight thousand square feet well, that's going to turn into a holistic healing center, metaphysical fair, psychic fairs again, everything we've been doing. But we're just too limited inside. And then, well, I'll just to be keep it real totally. Um, yeah, the drama the last few years has affected us financially. So we have to, you know, make sure we can pay the bills and even have this space. So if it's it's just sometimes it is a business move that unfortunately has to happen um, to keep it. And, and and that's a portion of this, too. So there's lots of reasons and things. But, again, we're not pulling back from doing it. It's just having to, I guess, pause and then shift. So now I'm hoping the energies build such that, you know, that new space, be it next door or down the road, whatever, manifest or whatever it is going to be because um, we, are, we are kind of limited. Yeah, get everybody on the Ormus, Ormus stuff. <laughs> Well, I don't sell Ormus, so that didn't help us. Say again? I don't sell Ormus. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm saying get it. People take it, oh. you know, manifestation, <laughs> you know, and think of this new space, you know. I mean, it's like, but you don't need that. You know, you need to know. First off, energy is such that um, you can you can virtually think of the thing. Ask for it, for it in your purest form and then just let the universe fill you with that energy that's that's what i believe that's how we're trying to manifest a new space i'm just staying open to it whatever i'm not trying to say well i have to do this out of the other no but we have to keep this space open as well um and to keep it real in 3d that costs what they call money around here so unfortunately i have to have that amount of energy in the form of money to pay the bills to even keep us open and that yeah is not easy when you open your doors almost the minute the pandemic started that's what we did uh, and i've been going from there so it hasn't been easy as well so I don't usually talk about these things but i mean it is what it is because some people are you know they're wondering why the fares went away they're just not why? no we, we didn't even charge for the fares they were free we didn't take a nickel of anybody's money no charge to get in um and held that space and brought it in for you but it, it is you know again we have to maintain the whole raft is is what it is so, but we want to get back into it. So yeah, I wanted all... to add something to that. So, you provide Derek provides or helps with um, the servers, right? And more with these podcasts and shows that Nancy Walton everybody does. So, I listen to these shows um, all week, like Say What Show, Cosmic Reality, Shungite Show, Radio Five G. Um, so, if people can't find anything to buy in Derek's store, there is a donate button in in um, CosmicReality.com and in Mystical Wares. So there's that option too. But yeah, nothing's for free, especially like we're, around where I live. Um, there's been tens of thousands of layoffs from big tech. Now, of course, a lot of people are celebrating, but these are also people's lives. And we were warned about this um, late last year. So it's has a domino and ripple effect too. So um, yeah, I'm doing what I can also, and I'll be purchasing some stuff. 
to give away to people. You know, um, my favorite is the bee powder because even if people don't want shungai, I kind of rub a little bit in their shoe, in the bottom side of their shoe. That's my favorite way to <laughs> shungai people for free. But, um, yeah, I don't know if you guys want to add to that. Uh, I can make other recommendations. Like, uh, I had a weightlifting thing, you know, because we're big on, you know, New Year, new resolutions, people weightlifting. I mean, I started kind of late last year, but I had a um, uh, uh, weightlifting injury. I don't use weights. I use bands, uh, um, variable resistance bands that are better than weights that don't injure the joints. Um, so I had an injury in the back of my neck here. And then so I, w I was grateful that I, I bought um, Derek Shungat rubber. The pad and the little circle, so I use flush tape and stick it there um, where I had this this injury. Um, <clears throat> and I also have the bee powder. I put in lotion and rub it in that area. And um, just like almost overnight, like half of the pain was gone. Most of it's gone. So uh, very grateful for that. And so, you know, this is the year of preparation. Everybody should have these things before things happen. And my go-tos are the... Uh, Shungat rubber um, of the various kinds. I have at least two to three of the pads, you know, in the car, sit down at home, and then the circles, which you can cut up and then use uh, skin tape, flesh tape, medical tape to, you know, for your knees or whatever. So, um, yeah, so many things you can do to, to uh, support the radio show and, and, and uh, what Derek's been doing in the Cosmic Reality family. Uh, back to you guys. Well, thank you for that. Yes. And uh, thank you, Derek, for making my life interesting. Because <laughs> I couldn't afford what we're doing right now. If I, if I was paying for it by myself, I couldn't afford it. it. It, You know, when we first started out, it was reasonable, but things get more and more expensive for reasons that, you know. And uh, so I'm, I'm humbly grateful. But enough of that. <laughs> um... Okay, so what else were we going to talk about, Mark? Do you remember? Um, is there, we didn't have a long yeah, conversation. Yeah, uh, I wanted to go over some of the one of the reasons I like going listening to the other shows because you talk about consciousness expansion things, um, advanced Jungite, um discussions, energy device discussions. So one of them last week on the Cosmic Reality Show was. What if if Shungite is as powerful as it is for what it's doing? I mean, Derek said years ago this is going to be more valuable than gold now that we're seeing the effects from the uh, bioweapon shots yeah that's true what are people off gassing or, or or radiating out you know um and and nancy you've shared your story uh many times in the many other shows of, of what happened to you just by being around these people um so uh, I forgot where, where I was going with this. Oh, yeah, yeah. So if Shungite's as powerful as it is and it can help the world as much as it, is, as it is, Nick had a good question, which is why isn't it being blocked or censored if it has this kind of power? And so Walt and, and Nancy had good answers to that, and I'm sure Derek does too. Like it, this can help the world now in so many ways, even even more now that people are just dropping like flies, right? Uh, yeah, I want to see what, what the three of you guys have to, to comment on that. Well, my my take on it is that um, if they knew about it, and I don't know why they wouldn't have known about it, except people are very strange when it comes to Shungite. You either get it or you don't. 
I mean, I've turned shungite over to some very, very qualified people who said, nah, it's nothing. And then I've had quantum physicists who have contacted me to say, no, what you're talking about is very, very real. Uh, you know, I mean, certified quantum physicists. So it really depends on some kind of a messaging system that happens in the individual. And maybe they didn't see it. Maybe they were being blind from it. But, you know, I facetiously said that, oh, all this fake shungite that's out there that is not actually shungite and could be dangerous if you put it in water and a lot of other things, um, maybe that's their ploy. Okay, so we'll just make shungite, you know, it's, it's like a, the turnaround, you know. If somebody's telling the truth and they yell and scream and holler and this person's a liar and they're telling you to tell, well, maybe they're doing the same thing about shungite. So I'm not going to, you know, say that they don't know what it is and they're not trying to stop it. But I just think they're so arrogant that they wouldn't even understand it. They'd be blinded from knowing what it is. But we're not. And, um, you know, so that's my... Plus, Shungite, I've realized, I noticed that, uh, that pattern that Shungite actually chooses who to work with. I thought it was just an idea... But I realized, no, it's not an idea that when you start to see a, par, a pattern forming, because I'm referring to the, the latest case, is uh, this woman contacts me uh, that she used to sell Shanghai or move Shanghai. I don't remember the terms she used. So she had this huge uh, load of Shanghai to sell. It sounds like some, something like hundreds and hundreds of pounds. And I said, well, that, that's something for, I'm going to share your message with Derek because I know he has purchased, you know, hundreds of pounds of Shungite. I don't, I have no need for such huge amounts. So, so she, her response was like a, a little bit, you know, on the arrogance side. She, so you, you talk about Shungite and you, and you sell Shungite and you're not interested? And I said, well, I'm not interested in huge amounts, which I learned through trial and error that the power of Shanghai less is more. Uh, a, a boulder of Shanghai is less powerful than, a, than a, a brick. A brick is less powerful than a nugget. A nugget is less powerful than powder. It, it is the most, that's the strongest form. So uh, yeah, she, her, her attitude was like she was making a joke out of it. So, and she goes, are you sure your powder is not the white can kind, you know, like cocaine? And I said, is that your idea of a joke? I'm just sharing you my experience and knowledge of, of this. If it's not, if it doesn't suit your belief system, there's nothing I can do. So I'm, I'm noticing here is that if this person's mindset is of that nature, that she only wants to make money out of the Shanghai, that's all she's looking to do, make a buck out of it. Shanghai is not going to want to work with it. So I, I see it. Shanghai is choosing who to work with. I thought it was a coincidence, but I, there's no such thing as a coincidence. Well, when we, started, <laughs> when, we, when we started out, there was somebody who said that they had gotten some Shanghai and it just didn't seem to be working. And so I said to them, well, where did you get it? Did you get it from me? And they said no. And I said, well... I said, it's not working because you didn't get it from me. They were, they were trafficking 
it for the money, not because they're in love with it and enamored with all it can do. I said, everybody that touches Shanghai, their energy, if it's pure and loving and grateful and appreciative, that just charges the Shanghai more. If you have somebody who says, oh, wow, I can make some money on this, it's, it's not going to be the same thing. That's why I say get it from Derek. I know Derek. I know what, 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 what the environment is that the Shanghai comes to. It goes from the mine to Derek's place. And in that transverse, you don't have all this negativity and this money exchanging hands. I've dealt minerals. I know what it's all about. You know, Derek knows what it's all about. And so, you know, I, that's absolutely true what you're saying. Yeah, it, it, it does sound smart. It is. That's another concept that people just can't wrap their heads around. Well, not all people, but many people can't wrap their heads around the notion that it is sentience and it is intelligent. And you can't make it do what it doesn't want to do. That's why it was it was the one element that Gaia needed in order to help us get out from under. Like I said in the previous show, when you take into account, take a, a, the scenario of what, where were we, where were we in a totality, you know, our energy, electrical energy was negative, the energy in the water negative, the energy in the gas negative, everything, every bit of energy that you have to use to make, to make a living, to survive every day was negative. So how do you get out from under? There has to be something that will give us access to positive energy. Well, the answer was Shanghite. Shanghite gave us that. It gave us that opening. It made our electricity positive. It made the energy in the gas positive. It made the energy in, you name it, it makes it positive. So that gives you a, a leg up so you can get to work. I can get something truly efficient, you know, something totally productive because now my energy is positive. Now I can get out from under. Before we couldn't. So that was the, 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 the foot in the door. That's how we got this whole thing started. Without the intelligence and the sentience of the Shanghai, they're responding to our thoughts because it was responding. I mean, just the act of thinking of calling somebody makes the Shanghai sticker, your phone makes your phone dial, the person you were thinking about, come on, that, 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 that is nothing to do with coincidence. It's the farthest thing from coincidence. <laughs> yeah, it really depends on the person and how they're thinking as to, you know, what Shanghai can do for you. It'll take you to places you never thought you could get to. Um, Derek, anything on that? Anything we've been talking about? Oh, no, other than, I mean comment on I've experienced the same thing so it's it's helped me I mean expand and, and pick up on other things um, so no it's it's just the best tool I've ever found um, to be honest as far as helping expand metaphysically um, no so I agree 100 percent Mark I don't know if you have other topics that you and I what did we talk about the last couple of days anything else to bring up? A lot of my stuff I can't get into yet, um, just because it's other aspects have to manifest first before I announce them. Um, uh, we got uh, Facebook questions. Go. Yeah, we can go. Uh, okay. 
<clears throat> this is a good one I like because it has a biohacking uh, angle to it. Can shungite help with ocular radiation emitted by LED? Um, th this person added, um, they put a graphic of their, their brain scan. Um, uh, this is my brain from LED streetlights. The blue is where I feel pain from six nasty LED, I guess that's 4,000 Kelvin blue light phototoxicity. Oh, go ahead. Hmm. Any, <clears throat> excuse me, any kind of eye issues, we make, of course, the shungite rubber and the little discs that are maybe two or three inches across, the little round cookie-cutter-shaped things. Um, you can literally just lay those on your eyes. I've had people with where just the symptoms of an energy issue manifested around their eyes were burning and hard to open, even though it wasn't an eye thing. Um, they still put shungite on there to move because everything's energy first. And shungite has an effect on that. So I would put the shungite rubber on your eyes and, <clears throat> excuse me, use your own imagination to heal yourself. Um, well, I think maybe that the, the, the question is, is can there be something changed in the, those LED lights? Now, on my LED light bulbs in the fixtures, uh, every fixture has a shungite magnet. So when I don't seem to be having any deterioration with these lights and the energy is just sweet instead of awful. Uh, There's street lights. But the street lights, I know. Yeah. So if you've got a street light like that, we, we I'm trying to think, Mark, who was it that did the uh, biometrics readings on that? Uh, Oh, I can't. I mean, Mark Steele was talking about biometrics a lot in the uh, SGT report in the five, Radio 5G we did last week. Yeah, but he was talking about it, the antenna system. No, what I'm talking about is who was it? Was it Cat that did the uh, measurements when they had a the? Uh, yeah. Okay. 5G tower. They were putting. They were putting. Well, no, it wasn't even. Was it the towers? Was it the lights? Oh, biogeometry. Is that what you're talking? Yeah, biogeometry. Thank you. Was it yeah. the lights or was it a tower? It was a small it was a tower. tower. It was a small tower. But this was a 5G small tower. Now, yep. mm -hmm. you'd have to listen to the radio 5G shows to understand what I'm saying. I'm just going to flat out say it, okay, and just accept it because I don't want to get into the science of it. But there is no 5G. 5G technologically is it, it, it's not in your phones. I've had many reports of people saying that this 5G seems to be worse. It's They can't do it. Uh, listen to the uh, Mark Steele. Uh, we did it. Well, it's actually going to play uh, later today, but it is in the archives. And he'll explain to you why 5G is not for any kind of communications or technology. It is strictly for uh, surveillance, and it's a weapon. So... When you see that kind of a situation, you're going like, okay, so what do we do about these, not just the towers, but the LED lights too? And when Kat came across the opened hole, they were putting these things in, her boyfriend was had terrible headaches, and then they went out and they got away from the place, and as they got away from the place, his headaches lessened. As he went back, there were more, and then they realized, they start looking around, and they realize that they're putting in these, these stations and that they've got them dug up. You can still see the wires. So she took, what did we just say, bio? 
Magnetics? No. Biogeometry. Biogeometry, thank you. So she takes a meter that registers biogeometry energies. Okay, it's a way of measuring energies. And, of course, she was seeing terrible things happening. So they, the boyfriend actually went back and got shungite. And they threw the shungite in on top of the wires. And pfft, instantaneously, the, the meter started to drop into what's normal. So that was the first indication that shungite can affect the, the 5G. But now I understand the 5G is not really what's, what's happening. It's, it's, it's still in the 4G spectrum. So, okay, so all right, so we're, we're good there. Now with the LED lights. My experience with them using the magnets on just the, the, the lamp bulb, you know, yes, it will make a difference. So if you've got some nuggets, for God's sakes, just go walking by it and put them so that they're, you know, you got three of them at the bottom of it and see if you might see a, a change. If you detect no change, it might be that it's not enough. You might need the silver nuggets might need a, a, just the powder. You know, it's like Mark says, he gets the bee powder, which has got the silver in it too, and, you know, just sprinkle that down there. If you're, ha if you're feeling the effects, then doing something that could change what's happening, you should be able to feel. And that's the only thing I can tell you. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, definitely. We have that whole story archived in, in the Cosmic Reality archive page and then um, the Facebook posting in the Shanghai group, I have it up in the announcements. I hope to have her back because um, uh, the Biogeometry founder just came out with a new book um, a few weeks ago. I did try to contact her, but she didn't come back to me, so, you know. Yeah. Yeah, if she's willing, I'd love to talk to her again. Um, let me see. Uh Next question. Well, let me just Can ask you something it? about that uh, Facebook page. You said that there was a some kind of a brain scan or scanner or, or, or pro, a, a picture of what was happening in his brain. Can you expand on that a little more? Um, I just read what, what they posted. It's a phototoxicity, and then they got the brain scans of. Uh, let me see. Um, in the brain scans, the blue is where I feel pain from six nasty LED, uh, 4,000 Kelvin blue light phototoxicity. Um, I can but put I, the link in the group. I didn't. I don't understand. I just posted a question to this person. Yeah. Is that, okay, are they being forced to be exposed to this light every day? Is this, what is her job or profession? Because yeah, it's important to know the exposure. If you if you're indoors under regular lighting, I don't know why you're being bombarded by street lighting, unless your job is to be out in the street in some in some I don't know if she work in construction or something that forces her to be exposed to this all the time. That's the part I, I wasn't I'm not clear. Because on the street light, it really is an optical problem, isn't it? But that's what, that, it, like, okay, for example, I have to go to the store to get something and then go back to the house. So if I'm going to be exposed to street lighting, it's just going to be a few minutes going and a few minutes coming back. 
the rest of the time I'm indoors and my lighting, I don't have street lighting, I don't have LED lighting, so I don't, how much exposure has affected this person? I mean, is is she being forced to work outside nonstop? I, I don't know. That's why I wanted to get some some data. So I guess we didn't really answer it, maybe. Or did we? I don't know. <laughs> Unless you're in, a, in some kind of office building and you're and you're sitting in across from the window and the window is facing a street light. I, I don't know. I, yeah. There, there are so many parameters that have to be taken into account. Yeah, like if you're in an LED light and it's hurting, you get the hell out of it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, anything else, Mark? Yeah, this is a little bit of a read. Um, let's see. Long-time lurker, first-time poster. I purchased some high-quality elite shungite not too long ago. My intention to use was for shungite water. The seller had nothing but great reviews tested, and she was great to work with. But when I added it to the water and let it sit for a day, it was extremely bitter and not drinkable. I did this a couple times to see if it would subside and then contacted the seller since there was no improvement. She said this is the first she's heard of something like that. Uh, what she sells, she also uses herself. She mentioned to boil them for five minutes to see if, it, if that helped. Uh, which it slightly did, but it made me feel a little leery. Any thoughts or past experiences with bitterness? Well, I, I posted, uh, Mark must have seen what I posted. <laughs> of course, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what did you post? It is Elite Shungite is not adequate for water. It just use regular Shungite. That is if this person has truly Elite Shungite, because... The other the other day you had the uh, the show with uh, with Derek where you were discussing this fake elite Shanghai that's now out there in the market. Yeah, in it that, that was a that was the first thing I went to. Oh, she she's got the fake stuff. Doesn't know it. But I know elite Shanghai in in water is not adequate because when, remember when we did the, the pH tests. Well, when I did the, uh, for example, I discovered that uh, Shanghai strips silver from colloidal silver. If I make my own colloidal silver, and it's so dense, it's dark like tea. When I put Shanghai in it, uh, the water became clear. All the all the uh, 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 what do you call, all the silver migrated into the Shanghai that I put in in, in the water. So when I try to do that with the Elite Shungite, it doesn't work. I can leave it for a whole week, nothing, not, a, not the slightest change. It does not take in any, any silver. So it, it, it's, it's so tight, it's like almost sealed. It has very little effect on water at all. Also, uh, remember the other test that I did when, pe when people were saying that Shanghai was making the water acid, Shanghai was making the water alkaline, and they were back and forth, back and forth arguing. And I said, okay, let's test it. So I have a, the pH measuring kit, and I did it. And, I, and, and after a week of having the nuggets in the water, I found that Shanghai did not alter the pH. Not it didn't make it. It make it, it didn't make it acid. It didn't make it alkaline. It just didn't do anything to it. <laughs> so all those claims that Shanghai made the water acid weren't true because it didn't 
So uh, that that's when I knew that uh, the doing the pH test and doing the colloidal silver test, I found how how uh, little activity uh, elite shungite has on it on the water. It's like it's in, it's almost like passive. It's like not doing much of anything. So that's why I said to the woman, you know, you just use a uh, regular shungite. Derek, have you ever had any, uh, you know, situations where you, you found that it tasted weird? Have you heard of it before? Um, no, other than in odd water. So meaning they got it from a source, like not a tap. So it wasn't potable water to drink with. So no, not, not in alignment with this question. You know, it's never done anything of consequence that I've seen. I'm sitting here holding, I got a baggie in front of me. Oh, I have some elite here too with some of the uh, the fake Colombian rainbow shungite stuff. <laughs> and this stuff is just, and it's just been sitting here in a baggie, is just sharding off every one of the little pieces are sharp <laughs> and have an edge to it. Yeah. You're going to, you're going to end with elite powder? <laughs> I know, yeah, basically. <laughs> Exactly, and it keeps getting smaller from there. I don't do anything with the elite or the elite powder, and I've had it all. And magic disintegrating <laughs> shungite. <laughs> yeah, now and there's pieces coming off this just sitting here, by the way, because I haven't even picked this up in over a week. The little baggie, I you couldn't see, and there's probably another fifty little shards sitting around it. So I don't know. I guess they're falling off, and nobody else. And, gets uh, and your meter says it has no radiation whatsoever. Yeah, uh, I have to test that still, actually. And oh. I tell you what, why don't you guys talk for about a minute and a half, and I'll be right back with the guy. <laughs> okay. okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. The great disintegrating Shungite. <laughs> well, I, I'm wondering if it's disintegrating because it's um, it's in his place, if it would be stable. Because, if, I mean, obviously, if this is something that's predominant with the, with the Shungite, Anybody who's dealt with elite shungite would know that something's bogus about this. And the best I could figure is that, the best that the scientists can figure is that it's some kind of a, of a coal. Uh, I forget the technical terms. It begins with an A. But it's, uh, it's actually a version of coal, not a version of shungite. And so, you know, yeah, conceivably... It's, uh, that, that's what they got themselves into. You got well, it. The, the first dead, dead giveaway is that it doesn't come from Corellia. Well, we don't know from there. We know this stuff doesn't come, it's co called Colombian. Um, <laughs> but the, 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 you know, you, you really got to make sure that the source that you got is good. And right now, I don't even know. Maybe Derek does. But you've got a lot of sites out there that are affiliates of the store that's at the mine. And so they're supplied with exactly the same products. But there's a number of different people that are selling these things out there. I don't know that they can even get the shipments from Russia right now. I don't know either. I'm back, by the way. I haven't checked with them. I've got a massive chunk here, and I've got a Geiger counter. So let's see what we you guys keep talking. This isn't going to be interesting off the air. So oh, oh, oh. Watch it, Nancy. You can hear the Geiger counter going, Danger! Danger, Will Robinson! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you guys a 
Immature tree. Let me zero it first. So does, it, does it have different rangers like like test like testers where you you switch to a different range? Yeah. Oh yeah. I can go from X by a hundred. So by a hundred, by ten, by one, by all kinds of them. So I'm gonna. Well, I mean, I go to stupid sets. Let's do that. Zero it out away from the uh, everything, and then and this, what I'm looking at. But he wants to visualize this. It's one of the old. Um, well, that's way too sensitive. If this one happens to be, um, something's going crazy on this. Thing. I'm gonna have to record this. Let me get my video going. This is like, what in the hell's going on here? Why don't you just grab a, a regular rock, or like a piece of quartz or something, to compare it with? Here, Nancy. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna send you this really quickly, Nancy. This one's doing by the uh, stuff. Um, I don't know what anybody wanted messenger, so. And then you can share this online if you want. It's a quick video of the Geiger counter going crazy. I gotta tone it down. It's showing up in a second because it's going too crazy. So let me do it by ten times. I gotta walk away from this stuff and then zero it again. So what I was trying to tell you guys was a metal box. It looks like a half a shoe. It's still going crazy. A half a shoe box with a needle gauge on the front, so it's not gonna scream at me or anything. It's gonna either. I'm holding there now. Looks like a regular miner's a Geiger counter. Correct. Yeah. Um, it's moving. We'll, it's we'll have to evacuate the building. I know. <laughs> but here, I'll get. I'll try and get video. Man, I sent Nancy. Soon. I'll try and get it with the. Uh, it's so hard to do because it's the different settings. I know this is probably boring the heck out of everybody, but let me. It's the first time I put it on the Geiger counter. Boring? Are you kidding? It's the suspense that gets me. I'm not even near it. It's going crazy. So hang on, let me get near it. Oh my God! What did you get into? No, so I shouldn't probably be eating this stuff. I don't think. <laughs> or okay, putting it in your water. I don't put in your water either. So here, I'm gonna get video. Or even having it in, in, in your house. Get rid of the shit. <laughs> <laughs> don't listen to them. They're okay, I got video. So then let me come back here and actually talk. Um, and we only got a few minutes. I'll give this to uh, who's going to give this to so you guys can actually share. It. But here's the guy who kind of sitting next to the piece, and you see the gauge throwing off all kinds of stuff. Um, Are you getting the same reaction from regular elite Shanghai? I don't have any right here. I didn't. Oh, get sorry. So. So so basically, it's it's putting off something that's causing the Geiger counter to react. Oh, yeah. That's Man. Wow. That's some of you guys right now. Um, yeah, and I'll have to do more reading. I mean, I was just down and dirty. I went and ran and grabbed the thing, and it's a big analog one. Um, I bet you it's got 5,000-year life. Half-life oh, of 5,000 no. years. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And, yeah, you guys all phones. Um. That's that video. So anyway, yes, reactive. We got a few minutes here. Probably want to talk. Let me shut this thing off. It's still going this thing. So I'm getting this out of my office, but and I just keep this stuff boxed away. It's all wrapped up in a box back in a storage room up in the top shelf, away from everything and anything. I um, mean, it's not like so crazy that I'm like, oh my god, hit the floor, stop, drop, and roll. Well, while you were gone, I mentioned the fact that it might be disintegrating because it's in the environment that it's in. 
Maybe oh, other, maybe other people aren't seeing it disintegrate. But I highly recommend that if you got the the re- reaction that you got, that you go where you had it and take a reading because it might be just really bad in there because of it. Yeah, I'll we, take the whole box, of course. We, yeah. And then send it back to whoever gave it to you. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, say, keep this stuff. No, it's... Um, yeah, so I don't know. Well, I'll keep playing with it. Like I said, I already lit it up with the torch, and I mean, I guess I can put the Geiger counter reading up online too. But even that video I made's got a couple hundred views. Nobody's really looking at it. Um, is the ones that are aware of it are selling it or something like that? So they're, they're not interested. But nope, don't buy the stuff. And we're still talking about maybe just joining us. The Colombian Rainbow Shungite with quotes around it. And or elite. So it's okay. Now my question to you is: Are you talking about face uh, YouTube that you put up on YouTube? Yeah, it's up on YouTube. I shared it on in some groups in uh, Facebook, so people can go watch. Well, that. okay, but, but but darling, don't believe what YouTube is telling you is how many views. They 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 they're not accurate at all. So especially if the dark side says no, we don't want any of this shungite being known about. They can close those things down in a heartbeat, and you wouldn't know it. So just because you don't see it doesn't mean that other people aren't seeing it. Yeah, no, yeah, no, I get yeah. I wasn't that worried about it. Here's a link to it in chat for those that haven't seen it. I light it up with a torch. Um, but again, I'm not on. So just I'm not going to do another fake one that came out. I'm not going to put too much energy on it. Yeah. Show it's fake. Use it. So be careful where you buy from and what you buy. And, and you know, if you got any doubts, don't get the elite. The elite does not impress any of us that have been working with Shungite for a long time. The silver saturated, yes, it's, I'm impressed. If you, want, if you want to do something useful with elite, make powder. You know, make, grind, grind, grind it up because it, that powder has a high concentration of fullerenes. So that's, that's, the big, that's the big use I found out from it. I made the uh, the tattoo ink with Elite because it's so dense, it has so many fullerenes. Yeah. Other than that. <clears throat> All right, we're in the last two minutes here, so Walt, why don't you say good night or good good morning, afternoon? <laughs> <laughs> thank you for being. Thank you for having me here. Uh, it's gr- it's great to be here. This is a great group. So thank you everybody for having me. Have a good day. Well, we certainly appreciate you. How about you, Mr. Mark? Thank you, everybody. Fun show as always. Take care. Have a great week. Yep. And tomorrow we're going to have Radio 5G, and it's two very courageous women that I think you should listen to. Um, Derek, you want to say anything more here? No, no. I just appreciate it, buddy. And uh, we're not going anywhere. Things may be changing, but... Again, we're just going to modify where needed. So, no. And then podcasts aren't going anywhere either. So, looking forward to them. See you next week. Okay. Um, We will be on the Cosmic Reality Radio Show, myself and uh, Walt, today uh, at 6 to 8 Eastern Time. And Dolly uh, Howard and Nicholas D. will be on with us. And tomorrow is Radio 5G that I highly recommend. It's uh, interesting and very inspiring Lara Logan was really inspiring be safe everybody be blessed
You have been listening to the Shanghai Radio Show, produced by Cosmic Reality Radio. Thank you for being here. Be safe.